was the dream before Christmas. Scene one. Scene opens with Jim and Vince engaged in a telephone conversation. It's Christmas Eve, and Vince has requested some overtime, even though he still has a touch of the flu. Jim is Vince's boss at J&E Trees, a local Christmas tree yard. The year is 2025. Oh yeah, Vince. Uh, there are a few more charities that we've decided to give to you since this has been such a good season. Yes, sir. And those are? I think Oxfam is one. Food for the poor. Oxfam. Food for the poor. Yes, uh, and the African Relief Fund. African Relief Fund. Okay, and how much to each? Uh, the same that we gave to the rest. $5,000 each. I'd sure like to give more, but uh, we've got our own to look out for here in Geisbro. $5,000 each, sir? Will you cut that sir crap? How are you feeling, anyway? It's a hell of a way to spend Christmas, sick with the flu. I don't know why you want to do this extra work for anyway. It can wait. No. It's okay, really. I'll manage. Besides, I need the extra cash. Just as long as you remember whose idea this was. I might as well do something since I can't get to sleep. Strange. Didn't you take that medicine that Mary gave you? That stuff will knock you out quicker than Rocky Balboa the Third. No, I forgot all about it, but I'll try some as soon as I finish this bookwork. Right, and uh, I'll call you before dinner. I don't know if I'll be in the mood for dinner. Not hungry at the moment. Well, we'll see. If you don't feel like company, then I'll have someone drop off something for you. I don't know what it is lately, but I seem to be getting sick a lot. Must be the old age settling in. <laughs> well, I'll never see your age again. I'm a few years older than you. That's right. Quite a few. How do you do it? Now, now. Good loving, they tell me. Now, you be sure and take that medicine and get some good rest. I'd rather take a good woman, if you know what I mean. You're still going to need some rest first. Thanks. I'll talk to you soon. End of conversation. Let's see now. Write up these checks. Balance the ledger. You know, first I'm going to take that medicine, and by the time it begins to take effect, I'll finish these books. He gets a bottle and gulps the contents down quickly, making strange faces <laughs> during the process. No wonder you could go to sleep. <laughs> this stuff will drive the life right out of you. <laughs> His head does a strange twist and he passes out immediately into a dream. Scene two, Jim and Mary's place. Jim and Mary have just finished eating breakfast. Mary's going through the checks from their personal account, ensuring that all the various charities have been thought of. Jim reads a newspaper. UNICEF, Red Cross, Cancer Society, Salvation Army, CARE. Uh, hon, I forgot to ask, uh, are those checks written on our personal account or on J&E? These are written on our personal account. Just as we discussed, remember? Just checking, dear. <laughs> well, this is the big one. Any trees not injured in the next two days would make it to a home by Christmas, or so our computers say. That wonderful computer of yours. 
it sure has been a problem solver. The headaches we had to sort out before we got this bottle. It's hard to believe the entire Christmas tree season has been reduced to less than one week. Oh, but what a week. And we are getting a thousand times the cash flow. The marvels of high tech and super fresh. Yeah. We're still having problems in the field, though, with some of those older feeder machines. Didn't you say problems are for learning, dear? Some discoveries have been made because of them. The master computer, for one. The main problem we seem to have is not the computers themselves, but the guys who are supposed to be servicing them. That Vince Borden, for instance. He is so busy stealing our tools and making false claims that the maintenance never gets completed. Those machines are only as good as their operators and will only perform so long without the proper attention. Could you imagine where we'd be if I didn't stay on top of the SF-301 or the WRX-3000? I don't know why we keep him. He's really a brilliant man, though, isn't he? Want some fresh mango juice? He nods yes, and she pours. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, he's brilliant, all right. But brilliance isn't much good unless it is moving in the right direction. And I find it a real burden to constantly be trying to motivate him to do the right thing. Everything I say to him, he takes offense to. Well, everything. And everybody has a purpose, you know. Plus, it must be really hard trying to raise those kids by himself. I suppose. God bless them all. That's more like it. Positive thoughts bring positive things. I'd better be on my way. Tell AJ to meet me at the office. I need him to program those new accounts from the Caribbean for me. I'll be busy on the WRX 3000 for most of the day. Yeah, and if that uh, new guy phones, uh, I think his name is Frank, uh, tell him to phone that order to New York directly to the office. Frank? Yeah, a worker that the agency sent over last week to help out in shipping. I haven't had a chance to meet with him yet. All right then. By the way, I'm having a small party with some of the girls. When will you be home? Well, I'm not exactly sure. Those U.S. folks want the freshest trees, so they wait until the last second to order. Our forecast predicts that this will be the busiest season we've ever had. You know, maybe we should put in some sleeping quarters for you at the office. Then I'd get no sleep. I've explained that to you before. Besides, a moment can be an eternity. I know, hon, and I'm glad to be with you for that eternity. Are you coming by later? I'm going to try. I program the grocery list and the dry cleaning. Goes down the list. Right, and a quick visit to the beauty port. Otherwise known as the old hair port, eh? Funny. How about if I bring by a picnic basket and we can have an office picnic? Uh, that could be fun. Maybe I'll have pinpointed that confused relay switch by then and uh, really be able to relax for an hour. Regardless, you've got to eat, my sweet. And did you take your vitamins this morning? Yes, I take them with my protein drink before my workout. Such a good man. I better get AJ up and going. Later. Exit in opposite directions. Later. Scene 3, Vince's Place. We see Vince sitting in a saggy chair watching a DVD of a kickboxing match. 
He's drinking a beer and becoming quite animated. Give it to him, sugar. Knock the crap right out of him. Vince's son, Vern, enters the room. Bad discape, huh? Grabs a drink of the beer that Vince was drinking. I'll pop your doggone head off if you call me that again. Turns his attention back to the screen. His left. Look to his left. You dummy. I steal a DVD for you and this is the tanks I get. You didn't steal no DVD from me. You took them for yourself. And if you was gonna steal something, then you should have took them for your guts instead of taking the last bit of nourishment I got. He grabs back the beer and guzzles hard. Kick him in the ribs! The ribs! Ah! Take your old beer, old man. Who needs it, or you? I was gonna steal you something for Christmas, but I ain't shook about you now. Pulls out a cigarette and lights it up. Who the heck cares about Christmas anyway? I drink as much as I can every day. Ain't nothing special about Christmas. Your problem, old man, is that you drink too much. And your problem is your mouth. Now shut up. Shut up the back talk. And since when did I let you smoke them old cigarettes in my face? Give me that. I didn't think you wanted any since I stole that too. <laughs> That's all you got on your mind to steal it. Didn't you learn anything at Waterton? Yeah, I learned something. What? Tell me now what you learned. I learned how to roll cigarettes better, and most of all, how to steal better. Look, get out my face with your smart lips. You got any money? The only time you remember me is when you think I might have some cash. It was the same way when I was working with Janey. He took all my money for bills. I put a roof over your head, didn't I? Yeah, but I could have bought two homes with all that loot. Sometimes I wish I still had that job, you know. You still would if your brain wasn't so fried. The first thing you learn, boy, never, I mean never, leave the laser lock open. I didn't. And I didn't sell out, either. No wonder I'm the way I am. Nobody believes the board in any way. They didn't want you to have the job because you're making too much money, cutting into their big profits. Jim seemed like a good guy, though. Treat me better than AJ sometimes. Don't trust anybody except your own boy. A change is gonna happen for us, though. I can feel it in my bones real soon. We could be partners in crime, a real team. I did learn a lot inside. Look, boy, I know more about thieving than you know about yourself, but I got my own ways to deal. If it wasn't for them do-gooders like Jim, I could start my own operation. I'm gonna ruin them. Everybody in town pretends to like them so as to try and hustle an extra freebie. Who wants all that TV stuff on our town, especially since I ain't getting any money out of it. It ain't doing me a doggone bit of good. I was talking to this Ross fella down at the bucket yesterday. What? I'm talking about the horse's head, and you're talking about his ass? And what were you doing at the tavern anyway? I told you to stay away from that place, didn't I? And I was looking for you, and the reason why I thought of him was because I heard him say that he wants to start a business right here in Eastville. I don't need no job. What kind of business? Now, he put up a poster looking for locals who might want to work. Something to do with trees. Seems they approached J&E, but Jim put the run to him. Sounds like my kind of people. What's the guy's name? Ross is all I know. 
but he's got gobs of cash the way he was dissing it out for drinks in town for the whole bar. Free drinks, eh? There may be a Santa Claus after all. <laughs> and this could be my chance to get back at the ease and hit him where it really hurts, in the trees. Listen, I'll go in for a few hours today and get enough money for a 2-4 tonight and grab a bit of grub. And don't sell that DVD till I had a chance to see it all. It's my DVD. And I'll do what I want with it. What's that? Nothing. It better be nothing, because what you need is a good whack upside your head. He gestures towards Vern, who moves out of the way. Just then, the phone rings. Answers the phone. Yeah? What do you want? It's Care's department store. Is Vince aboard in there, please? Just a second, and I'll check. It's Care's old man. You home? Not them again. Here, let me have them, because I've got a mind for them today. Yeah, hello? It's Vince Borden here. What do you want? What can I do for you? It's CARES Department Store Financial Collections. We understand your account is long overdue and that you may have been served with an originating notice of legal proceedings. Yeah? If you're talking about that paper that the sheriff left here, I got it. Don't make much difference, though, because I already told you guys I ain't got no money to pay. Well, this is the legal department, sir, and you haven't spoken to us yet. We usually place a courtesy call to see if the client can clear up an account or make some arrangement other than going to court, because then there will be an additional legal cost to pay. I can imagine. Me owing you money and you making like you're trying to help me out? Listen, I ain't got no money, and I'm sick of all the squawking and blacking. I cut up your, all your old cards anyway. What do you want? Where are you working now, Mr. Borden? I said I ain't working. I can't find a job. You're a subcontractor for J&E Trees, aren't you? Listen, I ain't been working much lately or at all because I've been sick and I've got kids to feed and other bills to pay like rent, you know? So isn't this a bill that you've incurred and should pay? I'll pay you off when I get working again. And when will that be? I'm not sure, so you go ahead and do whatever you gotta do. How am I gonna pay with no money? You gonna get blood from a stone? Oh no, sir. We'll put an execution notice and sell off your property for that $789. Well, take me to your highest tree. Goodbye. Ends the conversation. Miserable old bag. You think it was her money she was crying about? Let me out of here before the rest of them start calling. He exits. Scene 4. Janey Tree's main office. Jim is busy with one of the computers. It's 11 a.m. and Vince is just shuffling in. Well, you finally made it in, old boy. I don't have to come in here today. I work out in the field in my own time, I might add. The computer has a record of my hours. I know that, buddy. And that's not what I meant. I know what you meant. Listen, actually, I'm glad that you came in. I got a call from some company in Quebec. Uh, the technician says that uh, their receiving computer has been down for a few hours too many and wonders if he could spare a technician to help get them back on track. Yeah, so? I was just wondering if you knew of anyone who wanted to go to Montreal for a day. Triple overtime, all expenses paid. Great food, I hear. I've got kids to raise, and I can't just pick up and leave them in a moment's notice. Yeah, I guess you're right there. Tell you what, though. Why don't you take the family along with you? Why, it'll be like a Christmas vacation. 
paid, that is. Christmas. Bullshit. <laughs> now that's not the spirit. You ever stop to think that maybe I ain't interested? That reminds me, did you get your company turkey yet? Yeah, I got that scrawny thing. Hope it didn't break you. That was a 30-pound bird, wasn't it? What's that these days? Ain't a smell left today. What's on the sheet for repairs today that's nearby? Hmm. Uh, unit number 14, which monitors the western action, hasn't been touched in a couple of hours. And we owe them, especially after the foul-up last year. That wasn't my fault that time. I didn't say that it was, Vince. By the way, where were you this morning? I tried to get someone to cover the plant and couldn't find a free hand. I was homesick, and the phone could have been working. Every time I walk into this office, you gotta bring up the fact that I owe you. I can't seem to get through to you. If it's the house you're talking about, I gave you full use of the place rent-free as long as you're contracting with JD. Yeah, and since I've been sick a lot lately, you want it back. You think I don't know that you ease are all alike. You let me work here because you know how much I hate it. We would be sorry to lose you, Vince. But any time you want to leave, feel free. I'm gonna be leaving, but not till I get it even with you. And what do you mean by that? You think you eat so damn good, don't you? You get a little bit of money, and it's gone to your head. Nobody likes you around here anyway. I don't know about that. Just because you give some folks some sleazy jobs and sponsor a few government grants, you think people got love for you. We're only trying to do what's right and help out a hurting community. Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Listen. I don't want to fight about this. You want to fight, eh? How would you like to deal with this? I'll stick this up one side of your neck, if you'd like. I'd just like you to leave now, Vince. Kind of ignoring him. Why don't we sell this right now? Maybe you'd better go home. You don't look well. I feel well enough to handle you. He approaches Jim as if to stick him with the knife. Jim pulls a pretty martial arts move and disarms him easily. Yeah. You know how to fix a lot of things, Vince, but I'm not one of them. Vince winces in pain as Jim still has him by the arm. He then releases him. Now get out of here before I take you serious. I was only kidding, man, really. I wouldn't knife you. You think I'm crazy. I was just seeing if you're in shape, you know? <laughs> this is no place for games. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, man. You're right. I didn't feel too good this morning. My ulcers are acting up again. Let's just forget it. But don't let it happen again. Could you spot me a few bucks till payday, brother? You drink up, I suppose. Nah, man, I got no food for my kids. And there's three days till payday. Here's a thousand dollars. Is that enough? Could you spare a little more, maybe? If you take a larger advance, you're going to have less when payday comes. I'll deal with that bridge when I come to it. I'm expecting other money, too. I'm not one to pry into your personal affairs, but there are other ways to compensate. Yeah, like what? Like that job in Montreal? I'm too sick to travel that far. Okay, then. I'll have to pass it on to someone else. Maybe you should take some time off. Period. I'll be alright enough to work around here. Plus, it's almost Christmas, and I want to be with my kids. What was that job you mentioned earlier? Number... 17 FC? Number 14, Vince. And be sure to check it thoroughly. 
You can't risk another foul on. Look, did you want me to do the friggin' thing or what? Beginning to lose his patience. I want it done right, Vince. Get it? And right now means that I think you'll pass. You've given me no other choice. Doesn't matter me, because if I don't work, then I don't get paid, and I don't pay you back. So that's the way you see it then. Pause. You know, you're a smart one, Vince. I'll see you later. Yeah. Under his breath. Like never. Continues to work on the machine for a moment, then looks up and says, Maybe that will keep him out of our hair for a while. <laughs> Cheaper than I thought. Scene 5. The Bucket. A local tavern. Vince enters the bar for a quick one on the way home from the office, and maybe some action from Bev, the bartender. There's a man seated at the far end of the bar, having a drink. How about it, babes? How about what, love? How about a kiss? <laughs> you sure are hot today. I like a man when he's in heat. I'm gonna love you like a berry wax song. He grabs her to him, but she easily wriggles free. Easy now. I'm still working, you know. Yeah, when do you get off? In about an hour or so. Shoot, give me a triple then, will you? <laughs> Hands her a 20. You ever hear of a fella named Ross? He's been looking for some business associates. What kind of business you talking about, big boy? No, listen, I'm serious here. So you won the lotto without telling me about it? Nah, I'm looking for a job, maybe. You got a job. You just hate the working part. Q, I need a change. I'm sick of working at Janie Trees. Vern said that when he was here looking for me yesterday, he saw a guy buying rounds. Something about a new tree yard. He must mean Joe. Joe who? Joe, I don't know. But he's real cool. Yeah? What's he talking about? You know I try not to get too involved. Cut the crab, chicky. What's it worth to you? Didn't I tip you enough? Where's the change for my 20? Just teasing, baby. Here's your change. The guy at the end of the bar is who you're looking for. The cute looking guy. Thanks. Hey, excuse me. What are you, Joe? What if? My name is Vince Borden, and I want to talk to Joe. I think I'm the man he's looking for. Yeah? And why might that be? I used to own a few thousand acres in these parks till Jimmy East came with his super fresh crap. In a way, he stole from me. My land and my ideas. Your ideas, you say? Taking a sudden interest. My name is Joe Ross, my friend. Oh, hello, Mr. Friend. No, it's Ross. Joe Ross. And you are? Borden. Mr. Vince Borden. And what kind of work are you into now, Mr. Borden? You can call me Vince. I'm a computer technician. Top notch, I may add. I'm self-employed right now. Subcontract. Did you ever work on J&E's super fresh computer? Man, I told you that was my idea in the first place. So, you know all about it then, I presume? Man, I could probably build one if I had to, and all the parts. Is that a fact? You can bet your life on it. Buy me a drink, will you? Bartender, we'll have a couple more of the same. So, Vince, uh, what did you have in mind? With the right backing, I could take over this whole town and put them ease right out of business. I've got better ideas, and besides, Jim doesn't know what's up from down. I'd like to see them ruined. Those are pretty strong words, my friend. I thought that they provided most of the employment in the area. 
yes, slave labor. That guy's only out for himself. Preaching all this positive thinking crap, it's easy when you've got all that cash. And how much cash are you looking for, Mr. B? Mr. B, yeah, I like that. To answer your question, as much as I can get, and a little bit more. What kind of business you got going? It's in the trees, the computers, distribution, but we are still quite a bit behind J&E. We want to get a sophisticated unit like they've got and let your locals run it. We really wanted to hook up with J&E, but they wouldn't even talk to me, so I guess we'll have to take care of the matter. Count me in. That is it. You make me boss, man. I can always use a smart man. They shake hands. Deal. Right on. So how do you plan to handle Jim? I'd like to see him get a good licking, but he's faster with his hands and feet. We've got ways to deal with these things. What are you gonna do? Kill him? <laughs> Precisely. Yeah, but I, I mean... You're not turning yellow now, are you, Mr. B? You said you wanted to ruin them. Well, what better way to do it than total elimination? But murder? We threaten killing around here. But nobody actually goes all the way. Well, you wanted in, my friend, and in you are. Believe me, I told you a little too much to just let you off the hook. So if you don't want anything to happen to those kids of yours, you better behave. How'd you know about my kids? I've got my ways. Now, here's what I want you to do. You, you know, your timing is right on. I was going to do this myself, but this is so much better. Uh, I don't know if I can do it. Relax. No one will find out, and it's painless, clean and simple. That's easy for you to say. This has to be done tonight. Wow, what's the hurry? Isn't this kind of fast, man? Let's slow things down some. I've had this town under scrutiny for some time now. There isn't anything or anybody that we don't know about. The U.S. shipment hasn't gone out yet, and that's worth close to two billion. With J&E out of the way, they'll have to come to us. I mean, if the only big competition you get gets wiped out, especially by murder, aren't you going to be suspect number one? Not necessarily. You said that people were jealous of them. I simply want to help them with their problems. All you've got to do, Vince, is to get this little box into the central part of his house. He hands him a gift-wrapped package. What's gonna happen then? Uh, not to worry. It's a calcium bomb. It makes the victims look like they've died from uh, some bone deficiency of some kind. I just want to know if I'll get blown up too, or if this thing will go off accidentally. Uh, it's all done by remote control, and I've got the controller right here with me. Where are you from, anyway? Joe Ross is my name, my friend. Other than that, the less you know about me, the better off you'll be. I'll make sure you get what's coming to you if you followed my instructions. Yeah, and what's that? You said you wanted to head up operations here. It's a big job, and uh, I've heard that you are the man for it. Who told you that? Sees Joe. Wink at Bev. Jeez, thanks a lot, Bev. I've got to go now, Mr. B, but I trust you will perform accordingly. Sweet kid, Alice. Pretty girl. Sure would be a shame to ruin her look. You leave my kids out of this. I'll deliver your old package. You just leave them alone. Wise decision, Mr. B. Be seeing you then. He exits. I don't believe it. And it's all their fault, the bloody ease. I knew that they were nothing but trouble for me. Well, it's going to be over soon, and I'll be the one in the driver's seat. I'll own Easeville before long, and once I'm in total power, I'll run that Ross jerk and his friends right out of town, Bev. Boy, you sound in good spirits. Yup, 
You're looking at the next mayor of Easville. You off work yet? Let's celebrate. In a few minutes. But I remembered I promised to go to an early party with the girls. And I gotta go home first. Well, I've got an errand to run. Feeling no pain. We can get together later then. Okay, babes? He staggers out. Sleep it off first, Vincy. Whatever. He exits and Bev tidies up the bar before she leaves. Time to get down with the movie scene.